Hello and welcome to the Refreshing Change podcast. My name is Nicola Scott and I will be your host. Zoe, welcome to the Refreshing Change podcast. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much. You know I'm obviously your number one fan of your podcast, so I'm just honoured that you've actually asked me to speak. So thank you so much for having me. No, thank you. And uh, yeah, you did. I know you're a big fan. I always get the text after it goes live. So thank you for being an, an avid listener. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to dive into a cool conversation with you today about success and I suppose share a bit about your journey and my journey and we'll we'll get into a good chat. I had said this a, a couple of weeks ago when I had my friend Claire on the podcast, Zoe and I are good friends as well. So sometimes I think that just to put it out there so the listeners know, because um, we'll get into some really good chat, but um, yeah, Zoe, in terms of the your background and who you are and what you're all about can you give us a bit of a a background to that just for the benefit of the listeners and then we'll we'll dive into it yeah absolutely and I've just realized the dog's just gone out so I'm dog sitting at the moment so apologies if you hear little dogs yapping in the background hopefully she'll be okay um so yeah so my name's Zoe obviously I'm 42 I'm um probably the happiest I've been in a long time actually there's been a huge kind of journey that I've gone through um, I'd say mainly since kind of leaving school, um, mm. I got into the beauty industry and that's been my background for a very long time. Um, I kind of didn't really know what I wanted to do when I left school. My mum kind of directed me to that kind of path. It was an interest. So I did that. I went to college. I got a really great job in a salon. I was there for 11 years, uh, managed to kind of work my way up in the salon as a manager. Um I've always been the kind of person I'll be kind of happy in something and then I start to get these little niggles of mm. where I feel like something needs to kind of change so I might stick with it for a while but think right what can I do now I, I don't like to kind of stick at something for too long if I'm feeling unhappy because I think life's too short for that um so I ended up yeah becoming a manager in the salon which actually helped me to stay there for that bit longer um, I was there for 11 years I then left and stepped out into the world of self-employment which was huge um I didn't think it was huge at the time I just kind of trusted and just kind of went for it it wasn't until afterwards that people were like wow that was really brave because mm-hmm. actually quite naively I had no business plan I had no money behind me to do that I kind of just winged it and um it kind of opened up sort of lots of other doors for me as well um I actually started a business in network marketing um that same year that I stepped into the self-development world as well so I was kind of running the two businesses alongside each other I would say out of both of those kind of decisions and steps that I took the network marketing step was probably the biggest turning point for me in terms of what I learned along the way um it, it just opened my eyes up to so many things it opened my eyes up to kind of the possibilities in life and the things that I wouldn't have been open to hadn't I taken that step so um it really helped me to you know be open to the self-development world as so I think that was a big part of that's been a big part of my life ever since then um and something that I'm really really grateful for um and then yeah just I've just learned so much about myself over those years and that was probably about 12 years ago now that I Mm. I took those steps and it's been hard at times really really challenging um but 
I don't regret any of it. And I, I've learned so, so much, not, not only about myself, but about business and about life, about mindset, about health. Um, 2020 as well, I, I, I started to kind of um, get more into kind of the wedding um, world with my, my beauty work. And I absolutely loved that. Um, in fact, it was 2019, a friend and I kind of partnered up and we decided to rent a room in a studio, which was an amazing decision for us. It was really exciting. And I felt like it had kind of leveled my, my work up in the beauty world because things had started to get a little bit stagnant. I wasn't really interested in kind of learning anything new. And as you know, like with any kind of business, you kind of have to be on, on your game. You have to kind of be learning new things and um I suppose being able to kind of progress but I, I just wasn't interested in doing that so for me being more in, in the wedding side of the beauty world was actually a really good decision because it was not only really good fun um, it was such a lovely experience being able to go to all these wedding venues and meet lovely people and be part of someone's beautiful day it was it was mm. just lovely so a friend and I were doing that together. It was going really, really well. I was actually also offering not only the, the wedding makeup at the studio, I was doing lots of beauty treatments there, getting really busy. Um, then obviously 2020 came, we had the lockdowns. And like most of us, that was a huge turning point because mm. it allowed me personally to kind of step back from everything that I'd been doing, you know, by no choice <laughs> it was kind of forced upon us to do that um, but I really embraced that time really heavily in terms of um, you know doing a lot of the inner work taking care of my health even more um, and just really reflecting on what I wanted out of life and kind of fast forward from that I'd kind of gradually lost my passion for the beauty world and I'm now um running a really successful pet business so looking after people's pets and I absolutely love it and I'm, I'm in a really good place right now um, and I would never would have thought you know all those years ago that I'd be doing what I'm doing now but it's just amazing how life can take you in such kind of different directions um, and I'm just in a place of just embracing that and just um, kind of going with the flow and just, I suppose letting life unfold as opposed to maybe trying to force things like I was before mm. So I, I feel much more free now um, in myself. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just a really exciting time. Amazing. Thanks for sharing all that. I think um, you said about, ne you know, going back to your younger self, never thought you'd be doing what you were doing now. And I, I definitely relate to that. I think a lot of the listeners will as well. If, if people are open to change and going after things and learning and evolving, then suddenly you end up in a place where, you, you would never have mapped that out in your life plan but it's like the stars align isn't it and then you arrive at this point like you said at the very beginning your opener was you're the happiest you've ever been which is such a beautiful place to be we'll dive into a bit more in that in, in a second Zoe but I ask all my listeners at the start of the podcast how they feel about change obviously the refreshing change and you've watched me, I suppose, create my business and how it's unfolded and the purpose. So you're well aware of what the refreshing change is all about, but I find it fascinating different people's approaches or viewpoints on change. So what's your, you've obviously through just even sharing your journey and your background, have experienced quite a lot of change, but how has that felt for you or how has it, how's it played a role in your life? Yeah, so change is a bit of a, a funny one really, because I when I think back, 
looking from the outside in, I think some people would probably believe that I didn't like change because there's certain okay. things, for example, you know, being in my salon job for 11 years, and that to some people would seem like quite a long time to be in the same place of work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um I had for example um a car I had one of the, the you know the more sort of a modern minis for like 12 years literally had that all that time um I even just with obviously being in the beauty industry like 20 odd years before I decided to then make the change to do what I'm doing now like there's lots of different things living in the same house I've been there for a long long time and so for me it sometimes takes a while for me to make the changes um but we were talking about this earlier actually weren't we before we started recording about how it's interesting how some of us can almost feel like we need to get to that kind of like rock bottom or be forced to make a change before we do something different Mm -hmm. and I suppose in a way I have been a bit like that and made the changes when I've either been forced to or I've been so freaking fed up that I'm like this has got to change I need to do something different now yeah also when I look back I think to myself those changes have been made at the right time for me and and although I could look back and think oh why didn't I do that sooner why didn't I you know change direction when you know before things got too difficult or too challenging or however that might have felt but actually when I look back I can then look and think that was all meant to be it all happened in the perfect timing for me because everything else has led to where I am today and it's all it all makes sense now and I think sometimes it doesn't always make sense during the journey Mm -hmm. it's not until you look back and you go ah okay that challenge was tough and it carried on for a long time but it's actually brought me to this position now and this is where I'm really happy and things are are going really well and I would not change what's happened before Mm -hmm. so yeah change can take me a while sometimes to to obviously make the changes and make those decisions but when I do I know that it's the right decision for me and Mm -hmm. it it means that most of the time when I make those changes it feels easier because it's I'm in alignment and Mm -hmm. it feels right and it feels good to do that yeah and also you know stepping into sort of new businesses and things can be quite scary but I've only ever done that when it's truly felt right to me so it doesn't have to be scary when it feels right and and you know it's um the right time as well yeah yeah timing is everything isn't it it's um yeah I talk about you you said that about um effectively like in hindsight it all makes sense and I do think you can you know when you're projecting forward in life and the things you want to achieve or do you still think that's really important but sometimes it's stepping into the unknown or um, being open to stuff that we never thought we would have been before and then the hindsight but you can join all the dots I definitely have done that in my career like I met that person then and then that prompted that job change and then that meant I moved city and then that's when that happened and you know you can and I don't know how often people do that I'm just pondering this at the moment I don't know how often people like sit I, I talk about reflection and review all the time because it's we have to acknowledge the progress that we're making along our journey. It's like finding the joy in the journey, not the destination. But how many people sit and actually reflect on their whole life? Do you know to mm-hmm. think like, because we forget stuff, don't we? I definitely do of, you know, whether it's people, places, memories, but sometimes going back, it's quite a beautiful thing to practice to do, isn't it? To reflect on 
how life's evolved. I sometimes think of that film, oh, and the name's, is it Serendipity? Where, mm -hmm. like, you know, that, if that one moment of my life had been different, how all of this other stuff would have never come in. Like, I do ponder that quite a lot and it blows my mind. Do you know that chance encounter? Or I was having it with a friend the other day. I decided to go to a certain uni and they decided to go to a certain uni and that we met through uni. But if either of us had gone to another uni, we would have never met each other. Mm, yeah, it's mad. It's like that sliding doors moment, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes just reflecting on that, I think, can be quite powerful to acknowledge the journey we've all been on, but also then surrender a bit. And this is what I was hearing from you, but like surrender into the future. Like we don't always know. We can get clear on the alignment, but but there's almost just that openness to who knows what's what's to come. Yeah, and I think just the fact that you said about the openness side of things, I think that's something that I've managed to... Um, become more uh, more mm -hmm. open because I think when you're on a certain path you can you know maybe be you know doing the things that you feel are the right things for you and and that make sense with what you're actually focusing for example the beauty industry you know looking ahead it was always going to be about beauty for me mm. but when I think back, my friends actually asked me to look after their dogs for them in, I think it was like 2017, just as a favour, as a friend. I knew their mm -hmm. dogs really well and, um, you know, I was happy to do that. I was house sharing, so it was nice for me to be able to get my own space. So I was open to helping them to do that. And actually what I didn't know back then was that was, that was a whole kind of door opening for me mm. to a new career and a new business, which I'd never have predicted that at the time. But... Um, I then after that I got more inquiries so um, my ex-boyfriend's mum and dad asked me to dog sit for them and then word started getting around and I just did it as sort of favours for people really but it's so interesting because I was always thinking yeah it's always going to be the beauty I'm, you know I just need to think about what I'm going to do to expand that or you know learn new things or grow in some way in that field but mm -hmm. actually <laughs> bubbling away you know on the surface next to me was actually the, a whole other world that I was going to be then delving into sort of later on in life that would actually lead me to you know ha the happiness and the, I just love what I'm doing now it's just amazing how things have changed so much mm -hmm. but in a really kind of natural way where um, and again I'll tell you a little story where um, I think it was last year I was actually looking after a, a beauty client of mine's dogs and um she had a beautiful house I was laying around her swimming pool the dogs were just sort of roaming around next to me just being lovely and I was just thinking I'm so happy I'm so grateful and I just had this light bulb and I was like hang on a minute I'm getting paid to do this mm. why don't I do more of this because I'd really lost my passion with the beauty and I just like I said before I didn't want to be learning new things within that industry it just wasn't I just wasn't feeling it anymore and it kind of I was in a bit of limbo because I was thinking to, to continue doing the beauty and to make that work and continue being successful. I need to really up my game. I need to level mm -hmm. up and do new things. I just didn't want to. Mm -hmm. So I'd been kind of, I suppose, stuck in this limbo for quite a while. But actually, when I, when I was just laying there, just being free, being grateful, enjoying life, I, ju I just said that, that's when the ideas come. I think when you let go and you're open um, and that's when that idea came in such a simple thing 
and I was like why did I not think about this sooner and and that was when I kind of had that that huge light bulb of like this is what I need to do and and made that decision to set up the business and and things have just been going really well kind of since then Mm. um but like you said being open is is the key because you just don't know what's going to come along um Mm. in your path on your journey yeah yeah definitely I think it's always uh, find it really refreshing is maybe not the right word in this case although I do love it for the refreshing change but I find that when people have found something that in terms of a job or vocation or something that they're doing with their time and earning money it's like that icky guy do you know yeah. the doing what we love what we get paid for what the world needs do you know there's that real sweet spot in the middle isn't there yeah um and it, it, it does make me sad that a lot of people probably won't experience that you know we people get into a job and there's like I certainly get a vibe in society there's quite a lot of settling like my job's okay this relationship's okay my house is okay and we and we kind of just live in that state of okayness rather Mm -hmm. than I suppose being open and exploring and being courageous and jumping into things that might give us an elevated level of joy or happiness or fulfillment and my and I think I've maybe said this on the podcast before and you've definitely heard it Zoe but I had that moment in coaching as well where I was really fortunate and I really loved my job. I had a really good boss, a really great staff team, and I was good at what I did. So it was kind of ticking quite a few of the boxes. I was being paid, like it ticked a few of the boxes on the old Ikigai diagram. Um, and I thought like, yeah, this is, I'm, I'm happy in my job and what I'm doing. But there were still days where I was like pulling my hair out, a bit bored, a bit frustrated. Um, although they were few and far between but I got to a point where I wasn't as excited similar to you with the beauty I was less excited about going into work um, or the thought of going back after a holiday and I kind of had always I'd really admired my boss actually at the time he lived and breathed I worked in sport previously and he was super passionate about it and you could see it but I never had the same sort of passion and it wasn't until I stepped into coaching that I've, I've like tapped into this whole other level and it sounds like you've done the same with your uh, pet sitting like you tap into this whole other level of joy and happiness and experience and it's that real true alignment isn't it and I suppose like you mentioned earlier is going on the journey of self-discovery inquiry to know like what is going to make me happy like I think that's that a bizarre question or not bizarre question a powerful question that we bizarrely don't ask ourselves often enough like what genuinely makes me happy what makes me fulfilled what gives me joy I don't know I think I think people would struggle to give you know be able to list off until you've done some of the inner work to say and this is what we're going to get into because I find this um I talk about it all the time but the use of language or the definition of words and one thing I wanted to dive in today with you was around defining or redefining rather what success means and what it looks like for people mm. and in many respects you and I've been on similar journeys we were we both that's how we know each other through network marketing yeah and I do think for years well I don't want to I don't want to jump at it too early actually because I want to hear your take on it but I think my definition of success has definitely been redefined over the last couple of years but talk to me about for you you know if you were to kind of rewind I don't know five ten years because you said you've been in that kind of personal development self-employed world for about 12 years so rewind to back then like what did what was that 
top of the mountain for you? What was that definition of success that you were striving for at that time? Like, what did it look like and feel like for you? So, yeah, being completely honest, I think when um, when I was introduced to network marketing, um, that for me was like an eye opener to what I thought success should be or felt felt like that's what I wanted mm-hmm. and at the time I think it was what I wanted but I think now that like you said with you know delving into the kind of self-development the inner work and the self-improvement you start to understand yourself more I've definitely become way more authentic to who I am and it's been quite mind-blowing actually to realize that for so many years I hadn't truly truly been myself I'd been a bit of a people pleaser. I'd been sort of making decisions probably based on what I thought people thought I should be doing or thought mm-hmm. that that's, you know, I would be successful if I did this or um, it's been, a, yeah, really, really kind of eye-opening. But I think, um, yeah, with the whole sort of inner work, I think it allows you to just make decisions that are right for you and, um I've completely forgotten what you um what your question was now. That's <laughs> all right. Just I, about redefining success, wasn't it? Yeah, so, just yeah, what so we, just I suppose what it what it was, and then we'll I suppose getting into then I suppose what it looks like now. But you're right, yeah, that inner yeah. work is the it's the it's the middle bit, isn't it? It's the shift between where you were and I suppose how you define it now. I've manifested that like mind blank. So I said to you, I think I'm going to get a mind blank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um. Yeah, so the successful thing, so the network marketing, I think for me, it it was all about, and I'm not putting it down in any way, because I think network marketing can be incredible for so many people, but for me, it just gave me this vision of lots of money, a great car, lots of nice holidays, the nice clothes, you know, money, money, money. And I think for me, being self-employed as well, I realised the challenges. I was very naive when I kind of started it and was faced with a lot of like especially financial challenges that I kept kind of pretending that everything was okay and you know trying to work through all of that so it was always about the money it was always about you know success being rich um and and again with, with being in that kind of business you saw a lot of that you saw a lot of people that succeeded a lot of people that did really well and we're living what what I thought was this kind of dream life yeah and so you you kind of compare yourself and end up striving for all of those things. But the position that I'm in now and have been probably for a few years, and I'd say since 2020, because that was a huge turning point for many of us, um, that's not success for me. That is not. For me, for me, I think success is more about finding out who you really are you know being really true to yourself um respecting yourself loving yourself and don't get me wrong I'm still working on a lot of this stuff there's still a lot of things that need to be healed and things that I'm working through but that journey of um becoming more aligned that's Mm -hmm. I think that was my word of the year actually alignment and that is something that I'm living by um that to me is success because when you become aligned you then find that the right people come to you that you know you're attracting the right things the right people things start to kind of flow more easily life feels easier life feels happier um and more fun and 
I don't know if I've said easier, but it is, it's easier. Like, like life has felt like a struggle for a long time for me, mm. you know, at, at times for sure. And I've always felt like I've been like striving for success. But actually, I believe when you're in alignment, the word strive, I suppose it comes into it slightly, but it's very different to the pressure you can put on yourself to create success. It just flows in. Mm. Um, and that's what I'm finding now is that, yeah, everything just feels slower, but but faster at the same time. It's like, it feels kind of, does that make sense? It's a real mm-hmm. contradiction, but it's like, I feel more at ease, but I'm busy, but in a good way, in a really nice, exciting way. It doesn't feel like hard work. I don't feel mm. like I'm like exhausted every day because I'm trying so hard every day. Mm. It's like things are just clicking into place and if I feel like I'm where I'm meant to be, basically. Mm. And that to me is success. Mm. Yeah, and I, I, the reason I picked this thing because I knew we'd be, we'd be very aligned with it in terms of our own journeys, but also the, the parallel is, I suppose, what we've witnessed or, or how our perceptions maybe shifted and I do remember that exactly the same as you, my my vision board used to be filled with cars and holidays and the next designer handbag. And uh, and I've been on a very similar journey to you to redefine what success looks like, but also feels like to me. And that, that's been a whole new journey for me is tapping into my my feelings more than my thinking brain. Um, but I also, and you'll remember this, I, almost did, I also did this... Um, online course the end of is it 2021 or something or 2022 I lose track of the years but it was the um the science of well-being and it was it was a Harvard course on online and it was all about the science of what makes us happy as humans and it was a lot of the course was around um effectively debunking this whole thought this whole topic around success being external and quite materialistic like I'll be how many times I used to say this and I don't know if this resonates with you but I used to say like I'll be happy when I've reached the next level I'll be happy when I've earned x amount of money I'll be happy when I get a new car do you know like what a load of shite um in my opinion I should maybe caveat that with but it's a it's that human nature thing because when we get that thing we then strive for the next thing we don't actually arrive at happiness yeah. Um, so it's like trying to, and uh, you mentioned twenty twenty earlier, um, but I think for it was a pivotal time for lots of people for various for lots of reasons. But I think for me, it was this journey of like inner happiness rather mm-hmm. than you know when I when things were taken away, as in like. I couldn't find joy in going to the cinema. I couldn't find joy in going for lunch with a friend. I couldn't find joy in going shopping or whatever. All the stuff that free that, I thought mm-hmm. that was where I got happiness. And it, So I started looking in different places, you know, for moments every day or walking in nature. And I know you and I connect and stuff like that, but, or doing the inner work to almost be like happy as in, like I'm enough as I am. Do you know, like this is, rather than a externalizing it but also be probably putting it into the future like I'll be happy when and I see it there, I see it quite often and don't get me wrong like I said this on another podcast but goal setting is important and that I know you said striving is a bit of a 
uh, does it fit or does it not but I think we can I think when we were in alignment striving feels different we're still mm-hmm. yeah it's more like an evolution and expansion rather yeah. than like you know we're, t- we're chatting about definition of words even that word hustle I yeah. hate it now yeah yeah and yeah. Uh, like I used to be part of the problem I'd be like hustle harder like mm-hmm. do more but now it just doesn't feature in my vocabulary yeah yeah same yeah we're so aligned in lots of you know the things that we talk about and the way that we kind of see things now and mm. I think it's because we have you know gone through I suppose a similar journey with our self-development and doing the work and you know committing to that because I just think unless you take that time for yourself and take those steps and you know obviously you and I have, again have, you know we're not always doing it every single day but we definitely commit to to the things that you know help us to kind of feel good and feel happy and and you know we work on our health and our mindset and unless you're kind of doing those things it's so easy to get sucked into you know a lot of the the negative things that going are going on around us and even sometimes the negative people can kind of drag us down so you kind of have to take that responsibility and, and ownership of creating your own um, reality and your own kind of happiness because we are literally being pulled in so many different directions all of the time Um, and I know it's harder for some people you know I'm still single I don't have children I don't have those kind of commitments and I know that obviously some people do and and maybe struggle with time and things like that but there's still little things that we can do make decisions to do on a regular basis even if it's not a daily basis to raise your vibration and just feel in a good place and a better place than what you could perhaps be if you allowed the world to kind of drag you down mm. yeah I think earlier you mentioned things like um I think the phrase you actually said was what I thought I should be doing and mm. I always think that's a real red flag for me when people use the words like should or um you know like any of that narrative that implies it's not truly authentically coming from you it's coming from outside but that people pleasing and well, often I don't know if, if you would agree with this but to c- overcome all of that stuff that noise it is going inwards isn't it to figure out like what are my values what do I stand for what does truly make me happy and how do I embody that you know every day every week every month um I think you, and you said about be slowing down sometimes I think we're just on the on the kind of hamster wheel life's moving so quickly time as a concept blows my mind I can't quite get my head around it um but it's the slowing it down to question I, I did a post on this other day about just the life being lived from a place of intention or autopilot and it is that so easy to get into the autopilot you know you start your week on a Monday and suddenly it's Friday afternoon and you think well what have I done this week and have I lived out my values have I created happiness for myself have I been grateful have do you know Mm -hmm. but sometimes we just get stuck in that in that hamster wheel quite a bit Mm. Uh, yeah I I just when I think back to you know when I was full-time beauty therapist I was mobile so it was really quite mm. hard work doing lots of different events and just constantly I felt like I was lugging stuff around it was from the house into the car 
from the car into someone's home, setting everything up, then packing away, getting it back in the car, then getting it back in the house. Or it was an event mm. and it was setting things. You know, it was, I just felt like I was physically on the go so much. But I think a lot of us were like that. It was, I, I referred to 2020 a lot because obviously that was such a crazy year for us, lots of changes for a lot of us then. But it wasn't till then that I just, I think a lot of people felt this as well. When we started to get back into work again after the mm. first sort of lockdown, people were like, no, do you know what? I don't, I don't want this anymore. I, mm. And I refused from that point. I am not going back to how I was. I am not working that hard anymore. I'm just mm. not doing it. And I haven't done since. Um, what, what, one of the things that's just come to my mind before I forget to say it as well is, again, doing that inner work. I did things like Kundalini yoga. I, I cleansed my body for about four or five months. I didn't drink. I didn't have like refined sugar. I was just eating so clean. I was out doing yoga every day um out in nature walking all those things all the good stuff and I felt incredible mm. and that allowed me to get clear on who I am what I wanted I had all these ideas dropping in I became more creative more um I, I can't even think of the word but just I suppose more intuitive mm. um and I got really clear on my core values which are freedom and truth and when I realized that it was a really powerful moment because I was like, oh my God, it's so obvious that they're my core values, but why at the age of back then I was 40, how did I not know that? Mm. How did I, how have I lived my life all these years, not living by those values? Mm. Um, and since I have been, it just all makes so much sense now, the decisions that I've made, where I felt trapped in the past, you know, where I felt suffocated by different things or different people, um yeah and where I've I've really struggled if if I felt that someone's been fibbing or lying to me or I mean we probably all would but in a really strong way that's made me think yeah that makes complete sense so my core values now run through my day-to-day -day life mm. um and it's made life so much better it's been a real game changer actually getting clear on that and I know Nicola you help people with that as well as your coaching and we've had loads of discussions on our values haven't we and that's something that I know you really help people with and mm. I can honestly say anybody that isn't quite sure of their core values and they can they can change slightly over time as well can't they but what I used to think on my core values are not mm. <laughs> so it does take a little bit of time and a bit of work sometimes to really get clear and understand and I, and I just knew when I found those those two words I was like yep yeah, that's it 100% I knew it but it took a bit of work to get there Mm. But it's worth spending that time, isn't it, to get to that point because it will just help you in all of your decision making and all the, the things, the plans that you have and the decisions that you make. When you have your core values running through all of that, yeah, everything will just make sense and just be easier. Mm. Yeah, and actually, similar to you, I, what I had thought were my core values actually shifted and I got more clear I think it's about getting more clarity on them rather than they mm. actually I talk about this all the time I don't think necessarily our core values change I think we just get clearer it's like peeling back the layers of the onion and then realizing oh this value has been driving a lot of my behavior but I just I, it's the awareness of it um so I went on a bit of a similar journey to you and then like you said like help people to figure out theirs because everyone's I do believe this everyone is completely unique so where we are talking about I suppose our definitions of success are quite similar in terms of the journey we've been on and what we want out of life there might be people listening that have completely different you know their definition of success 
is a fast car is a new handbag and they you yeah. know one of their core values might be ambition but it's it's doing the work to know that it's authentically who you are rather than I think maybe what you and I've been describing just to make it really clear for the listeners is that we were adopting other people's definitions of success because we were surrounded by it we thought that that's what we should aspire to rather than it being truly authentic to us so I'm not and I, just to put that out there because every everyone's definition of success I believe is different and no one definition is right or wrong do you know if, if people mm-hmm. want to strive to become a millionaire and create a, a global brand and travel the world or be a stay-at-home parent or do you know whatever it is whatever your goals and ambition and is in life is completely up to you but the important bit I think that I wanted to emphasize is that it's doing the work to make sure it's authentic to you rather than adopting a generic because I do think the, the the societal definition of success is still in that bracket of a well-paid job the big house the car that you know we've not I think it's starting to shift but I don't think it's quite fully shifted the kind of generic societal narrative of success is still in that camp I think I think individually more and more people are adopting like what makes me happy and I think when you were just describing the values there Zoe it's almost like if you were writing an equation like success equals living my authentic self Mm -hmm. yes yeah absolutely yeah isn't it it's it's um and the complexity to life is the layers and stuff we put on top of that isn't it so it's mm-hmm. like you said the work you've done stripping it back to ask like who am I and like what does make me happy um I think that was just important to emphasize the uniqueness we're obviously very aligned in what our version is but people might be listening and have different core values but I think you're right the our core values are the kind of driver and the you know the decisions we make maybe how we're emotionally triggered by something like my core values about personal ownership and responsibility and then once I'd figured that out so many things in life started to make sense I started to understand why I thought a certain way or you know and we're all as adults we all lived a different you know I talk about the tapestry of life like we've all got a different tapestry so that all influences and informs our perception or views of the world and our values effectively, doesn't it? hundred percent. And I think as well, when you understand yourself more, mm-hmm. um, that again is a game changer because I think you can kind of be kinder to yourself when you understand yourself more, when you're more self-aware as well. You just end up, it just makes sense. You make sense of things. And I think sometimes if you maybe get triggered in a certain way for some reason, or you, you know, you get angry about something or you feel frustrated or whatever that is, and you can kind of be a bit down on yourself about that and think, oh, why am I like this? If you can understand yourself more and make sense of those reasons, then you can go, okay, well, that's why. And it's okay. It's because of this. Mm. Um, And it just helps you to just, um, I suppose, navigate life in a way that, um, again, it's just going back to that feel, things feeling easier mm. uh, and just you, you feel more understanding of yourself and then you can be kinder. And um, yeah, that, that just for me is so important. And it's been such a big difference in my life since, since I kind of realised all those things. 
Mm. But again, it's just taking that little bit of time to, to do that sort of work. And I mean, there's a lot of information out there, isn't there, to do that. But I mean, you know, having a coach is, is a great thing because I've, you know, had some coaching, if I was obviously from yourself and, you know, a few other people. And it's just, it's so helpful to be able to sort of dissect that sort of stuff. And, and like you said, even with, um, you know, getting clear on your, your core values about, you know, when I said about them changing, I think mine have changed purely because they weren't right before. They weren't actually mm. my core values. They were what mm. I thought they were. Um, but just having those discussions and doing like little exercises um, to find your core values, it's, it's just really, really helpful um, to do that. So I definitely recommend that if any of your listeners haven't done that yet, then, you know, give it a go. And it can be quite fun as well. Mm. Yeah, I always think it's a good place to start because I think, um, particularly if people are working in a, a corporate sort or organize organization, they might be aware of like company values. You know, I think there's more in that happening. You know, what companies stand for, and and there's a whole debate I could get into whether they're actually living and breathing those values on a daily basis. But you can look at a company strategy and see that they've got some values. But I do think the work on figuring out what our own values are is, a, you know, maybe slightly more alien to people. They've maybe not done that work. But I think it's a because they might have had a work context of doing it. It's quite a natural dip a toe into this kind of journey of self-discovery and curiosity. Like I kind of understand the concept of values, having the awareness, but then embodying them and living them. How do I do that for myself? And then then it can open the door to further conversation because I think I'm going to probe too much Zoe but you talk about your journey um, and there's been layers to that hasn't there do you know you mentioned a couple of things around like yoga or working with coaches but even over those 12 years of personal development the depths where you've gone and sometimes and this is true for my own journey as well sometimes you think you've done the work and then something comes up and you think oh I need to dig, dig a bit deeper so again it comes back to that openness we were talking about earlier for the change but also openness in I suppose going on that journey would you say that's been something you've experienced that sort of like sometimes it's been quite a surprise or you've dug, dug a bit deeper or You've maybe not been a like a blind spot effectively it's probably what I'm trying to say you're not aware that that's an area you need to work on until something rears its head you think right I need to dive into that and the openness to explore that does that resonate yeah 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 definitely and I think it is it's a process and it's, it's something that I'm I'm willing to continue to do forever mm. because I, I, I think the idea that some people have is maybe that you know you do some healing or you do some some inner work and you understand a few more things about yourself and you break through some barriers and stuff like that and then okay that's it I'm all good now you know but it, mm. it actually takes regular work I believe and I you know I'm I'm definitely committed to continue to do the work because it's helped me to become a better version of myself mm. you know I feel more confident I feel more secure in myself like I said earlier there's still so much work I feel like I need to do but when I think when you kind of delve into this world so for me it started with um learning about the book The Secret oh yeah and just understanding about and that, I think that's a lot of people's kind of entry point into to this mm. kind of world where it, it teaches you about 
you know your thoughts and how powerful they are and how it's like law of attraction all that kind of thing yeah um and then it just opens up more to to this world and you know there's other things it's led on to like the power of affirmations gratitude you know meditation even health you know understanding that when you're healthy you are going to be um you're going to have a higher vibrational energy and so that's going to impact what you're attracting into your world and how you feel and how you think and and what that leads to and so it's been a journey of unfolding I suppose so Mm -hmm. one thing leads to another and to another and to another so yeah there's a lot of work we can definitely do ourselves but there's also loads of different things that I've tried I've tried you know things like Reiki I've had somatic healing I've had hypnosis, um, talk therapy, and all of these things I'm really quite loud and proud about because I think mm-hmm. like the word therapy used to have such a stigma attached to it. But I actually think it's incredible when someone takes their ownership to have some sort of therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, that is amazing because you're taking ownership of something that you, you want to improve yourself. You want to improve your life in some way. So you're seeking out that guidance to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think again some people maybe might try something for the first time and it might not quite be right for them it might not be the right person or the right tool or and then they think oh you know it it doesn't work this stuff just doesn't work it does all of it works it's just finding the right thing for you as a person Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah I've had some incredible experiences and sometimes you can have a session with somebody or do something yourself a bit of meditation or something and you think oh has that actually done anything I always believe it has even if I don't feel it in the moment mm. because later on you might have this huge light bulb moment or this huge an experience where it's bringing something to your attention that maybe you had issues with before you're then faced with that similar kind of situation and you deal with it in a completely different way where it just mm. feels lighter you don't feel the triggers or whatever that be but that's when you go oh my god this stuff really works Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just being patient with the journey and being patient with yourself and knowing that it's not necessarily that quick fix that you're going to get sometimes you will have those really powerful shifts and breakthroughs which I've definitely had in the past you won't always get that but it's just knowing that that will come if you continue to do the work then those amazing experiences will come and you'll be like oh my god this stuff is incredible and then you'll almost become hooked on it you'll just never want to give up because you know how much better it makes you feel and how differently you kind of see the world as well Mm. in a in a more beautiful way yeah yeah it's just it's chipping away at it isn't it little by little but I think you're my hunch is you're going to agree with this but the all of the things you've described in terms of like practices or working with people or that kind of journey, even that's unique. So when I was saying about our values are all so individual, the journey we go on is very individual. So um, Zoe, you and I have spent a lot, I mean, we're at different ends of the country, but we spend a lot of time virtually together, not only on our business, but also doing work together and socially and we've become really good friends. But even at times in our own journeys, we've, we've supported each other, but done different practices because it's it's what we've needed in that moment. And that yeah. was the other, that's the other big game changer for me, uh, probably to where I was with personal development three or four or five years ago. I was quite consuming at a general level of 
like here's 10 affirmations say these and it'll change your life or listen to this meditation or do these it was almost like being prescribed to me rather Mm. than me taking the reins to be like right what do I need for my growth for like my blocks that I've got for like so it's coming back to what works for you as an individual isn't it rather than because we've had it before where you're like right I'm going to do some kundalini yoga today and I'm like that's not my vibe this morning I'm going to do something else but let's go and do our thing and we'll we'll meet up after that so it's stepping into that authentic self again isn't it to know I'm going to do the work but it has to fit me and interestingly on last week's episode Angie was talking about that from a yoga point of view do you know like you have to take the time to find the right class find the right style of yoga find the right teacher that you resonate with and the same is true of whether it's coaches or therapists or Reiki healers or it's finding the right practice but also the right people or the right community to be surrounded by or the right environment um which come comes back to that what we were saying earlier about the definition of success that happiness and joy because all of this stuff should also not just make you feel better in the long term which you've obviously experienced living more in alignment and and feeling those feelings but also enjoy the practice and I think that was the difference when I was doing quite the the prescribed generic stuff I didn't really enjoy it it was like a tick box exercise I've got to read 10 pages I've got to do a visualization I've got to do my affirmations I wasn't really feeling into it and that's been part of my I suppose journey and growth as well is to feel into what like what feels good yeah, I can relate to that so much. Even I was, it was on the tip of my tongue about you know ticking boxes. I remember mm. having a printout of all of the, all of the amazing practices that you can do, and mm-hmm. um, it, but everything was like in order, and it would be like yeah. up at a certain time, ridiculous o'clock in the morning, um, and it was like, and that's fine because some people are re- you know great at getting up early in the morning. I I love the mornings. I I get up early, but there was specific times we were sort of getting up and. It just didn't suit me, but I was still doing it because everyone else was seen to be doing it. And mm-hmm. so it was like ticking off these boxes of things. It was like, right, what's next? Okay, I'm going to do this next. And I've realized, although it is important for me to have some structure, because otherwise I just, you know, the days just pass away and I, d- I don't get anything done. But to have things so rigid and structured for me personally, it doesn't work because I'm a free spirit. And, and if, I, if I'm not feeling something on the day, then why am I going to do that? Why am I going to force myself to do something that I'm just not in the mood for? Or, yeah. you know, journaling, for example. I love journaling, but I don't commit to doing that every single day because some days I don't want to do it. Mm. I'm not going to do it just to tick a box. Um, but I think sometimes people are sucked into that way of thinking that oh, I have to tick all these things off every day. Otherwise, I'm going to not... I'm not going to feel uh, what's the word um like I've let myself down mm. you know like I'm not I'm not good enough because I'm not doing all these things and it's that pressure that we can put on ourselves isn't it to get all these things done yeah but it's just again taking a step back exactly like you said and doing what feels right to you and not just because other people are doing it mm. yes quite often if we set the bar too high the expectation and we don't meet it then it, it has more of a detrimental impact than if we'd done the thing that we said we're do you know like yeah because it chips away at that self-belief but I think um you're right it all comes back to I always think this with change because sometimes I think sometimes people are quite surprised when I say sometimes having the self-awareness doesn't mean we need to change anything do you know like it's then optimizing our life around the awareness that we've got so like Mm -hmm you are a morning person I definitely am not a morning person (laughs) 
but it's exploring and doing a bit of trial and error to see like if I want to feel great in the morning what do I, what does it look like for me like doesn't matter what anyone else is doing and I think sometimes that generic um I've got a real bee in my bonnet about that generic personal development space and some of the toxicity that's in that but this narrative of again on the theme of success you need to get up early to be successful it's a massive narrative that runs through personal and professional development so what are we saying that people that don't get up early are not are never going to be successful like that's so toxic people are people are buying into it and it comes back to that like you were saying earlier not living our authentic self and we've all got and I'm not a sleep expert at all we've all got chronotypes don't we around in terms of what our what our body not only how long it needs to sleep but when it sleeps and when we're optimized so again it comes back to I've been doing a bit of this as you know Zoe for like a like my health and well-being trying to get data and information on like what do I need you know whether it's type of shampoo I'm using or the type of food I'm eating like what's right for my body and leaning into that it's the same for you know same for this thought around you don't need to get up early to be successful you need to optimize you and do what's right for you to then then feel that joy and happiness and the other thing you touched on there that I was going to mention when we've been chatting about I suppose the definition of words and I've got a real thing about um yet yeah, language and the use of it but consistency is the other one which I know, <laughs> I know you know is a real trigger word for me yeah um again it's one of those words that you self-define like consistency I think people think it has to be the same every day and this mm. kind of show up no matter what mindset and attitude but every day is different no matter who you are every day is different uh your energy can, can be different if you're a woman you could be at a different point in your cycle do you know like consistency doesn't have to look the same every day and I, I talked about this a while ago in terms of the like being at the gym if I've only got 50% energy and I still show up and I give 100% of that 50% if that makes sense I'm getting a bit confused mm-hmm. here then yeah. I've still given 100% of what I could have given today but maybe other days I'll go and lift heavier I'll do a longer workout but so that's not by some people's definition of consistency that's not consistent but actually again it comes it all comes back to what is right for us as individuals isn't it not getting sucked into that generic definition of of words and of phrases and I think yeah as well with the consistency word that can end up again like you said be quite toxic because it's that expectation that you could put on yourself mm-hmm. for consistency and that's that was my idea of it it had to be the same thing the same time the same amount of time every single day and if I miss today I'm a failure mm. I'm not doing what I said I was going to do I'm not consistent because I've missed today all right I need to start again yeah and it would be that cycle of going mm. around and, and never feeling like I was ever sticking to anything for like forever do you know what I mean and it's mm. it's not about that and I much prefer your redefined way of explaining consistency because it's about just tuning in, knowing yourself well enough to mm. know what the decisions are that you need to make that day. But but also knowing we need to sort of stretch that little bit sometimes mm. and not give ourselves the excuse to be lazy or what, you know, but just doing what feels right, mm. but doing enough so that you feel like you are progressing 
but just not beating yourself up if you haven't done something on a particular day for whatever yeah. reason that is. Yeah. Yeah, I talk with the refreshing change all the time about I think my kind of go to quote was which I kind of came up was around like if we know ourselves well enough we can make the right decision in any given moment. And that changes on a an hourly or a daily basis. Um, but you're right, it's making the decision from a place of like I'm moving closer to what I'm trying to create. It's trying to have that intention behind the decisions we make. But sometimes sometimes uh like listening to our mind and our body, you know, we do just want to have a long lie or skip the gym or watch Netflix, which actually I think is okay. I think the negative bit of that is in when we beat ourselves up about not doing the thing. Yeah. Do you know? So that's that's the damaging bit, isn't it? So it's just leaning into the again back to our values like how are we living and and embodying those values every day but there's no surprise now that you got clarity on of freedom being one of your values that a rigid schedule for every morning minute by minute it's never going to work for you and don't anyone ever tell me what to do either um but yeah again even that I'm like wow that that says a lot and like you said about the word should earlier Mm. anyone says to me you should do this it triggers me because I don't want to do what you think I should do because Mm. that's not me and yeah it's so interesting um yeah yeah I just love I love these kind of conversations though they're just fascinating Mm-hmm. yeah I'm sure we could keep talking for hours and all this sort of stuff so but if people were so we've, we've covered loads around I suppose our journey redefining um like keywords and phrases and effectively it comes back at, to I suppose living your authentic life but if people were like at the really start of that journey what would be your kind of top tips for people starting to like dip the toe into that sort of space where would you signpost people to start I suppose I would say, I suppose the most powerful times for me for, for the change and, and leading me to where I am today was when I really looked after myself. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was being super, super healthy, um, you know, I was getting out in nature as regularly as I could. I was exercising, all the, all the things that we know are really good for us. But honestly, when I tied those things in with, you know, those daily practices, it might have been just some affirmations when I was wandering around or a bit of meditation. Um, because all of that was raising my vibration. I've said that several times today, haven't I? Um, you know, it was making me think clearer. Mm. It was putting me in a place of, yeah, just clarity and being able to make decisions that were right for me rather than my mind being clouded because maybe I wasn't sleeping well or I wasn't looking after myself. When you're doing all those things for you, it's like self-care, isn't it? Self-care, mm-hmm. self-love, respecting your body and your mind, then everything else I feel starts to fall into place and you mm-hmm. start to be able to head in the direction that you're meant to be going in. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me it's just taking care of yourself in the best way that you can and that you're able to mm. really yeah. it's obvious isn't it I think but that that's the thing you know as I said 2020 when I committed to all of those things and I'm not saying to everyone you have to commit to all of those things all at once it's maybe mm. just starting out with something that you feel you can fit into your day or that you feel like doing because mm-hmm. certain things that I do you might think oh god no way I don't want to do that mm. and that's fine but just 
taking care of yourself as much as you can, as regularly as you can. And, you know, again, like I said to you before, I'm still working on stuff, but, you know, I'm not always that good. I'm at the moment, eating lots of chocolate and biscuits and coffee. And, and that's all good because I'm consciously doing that. Mm. But I know how to bring myself back to a place of, um, you know, health and clarity again when I need to. Yeah. But they're, they're the things that I would, I would definitely recommend yeah it's so true isn't it like if we think of our life as the journey you know we've got in a car and we're going to drive to our destination there's a few things that as an analogy like we want to enjoy the the scenery and the view like that's the daily day-to-day journey of it isn't it rather than just being excited for the destination but also that thought that you just said about like fueling your body and self-care and self-love and respecting your body it's like you wouldn't expect to get to the destination if you put diesel and a petrol engine or vice versa do you know, so it's the it does come back to how we're fueling our body do you know if the battery was dead in the car it wouldn't go you know if you didn't have any water in your whatever the water goes in the radiator I don't really know I'm not, I'm not a mechanic but you get the point you need to like yeah. prep the car then go on the journey mm-hmm. and that is one as you know like one of the key pillars of the refreshing change is to optimize your well-being because to make yeah. any change in your life you need to be fueled up and and I suppose ready for it do you know sometimes the change is a, a bit of a journey in itself and you need to be you know sleeping well hydrated nourishing your body um so yeah thanks that's a good top tip um and I think I think just to end on because we have spoken a lot about and I hope that's come across loud and clear to the listeners is that the it's all individual so some of the stuff that we've said today that we find uh aligns to who we are might resonate with the listeners but if it doesn't it's like going out and finding the practices and for and also not to beat yourself up because even I still find myself being like god everyone's doing these ice baths like should I should I and I know you're laughing because we've talked about it before like maybe I need to get maybe I need to buy an ice bath I need to get into this <laughs> ice bath thing and I am like the coldest person you'll ever meet I actually oh, had Raynoids like we laugh when you talk about that oh I couldn't think of anything worse so the thought of it in itself does not please my nervous system so why would I even do you know so again it's saying right you guys go on and crack on your ice bath and I'm gonna just have my hot shower in the morning <laughs> um but I'm I might do it yeah but I might do another practice that's that it's more beneficial for me so again it's no one's right and wrong it's knowing mm. like the whole chat we've had it's knowing doing the work to know who we are to then optimize our happiness our joy define our own success basically go and live our, our authentic life isn't it 100 percent. and I do that's why I love you know your coaching and your pillars and everything that you talk about with you know what you're doing with your coaching because it is everything that I'm doing and I think a lot of that has come from you know your guidance and just having you as a friend as well to be able to talk through so much and it's been so lovely being on this kind of however many years we've known each other now like journey together it's been loads of fun and it's been really insightful it's just been brilliant to see your growth through all of this as well and um yeah I'm just really grateful that you've um had me on today I've loved it it's been really nice chatting to you dude well thank you so much we'll end the recording now but I'm I know we're going to jump on again and spend more time together and, and get some work done but Zoe thank you so much for um yeah for your time and for sharing all your wisdom and your journey very well thank you again 
thank you so much for listening I really hope you enjoyed that episode and make sure you subscribe and follow the podcast so that next week you can join us again